Good evening, this is Mandy Billings with KSOM and KS95 News. Iowa's record drought continues and is getting worse in some respects across the state. State climatologist Dr. Justin Glisson says Iowa is coming off the 16th driest November in 151 years of record keeping and the 30th driest fall. Dr. Glisson says there's no change in the latest drought monitor map released this morning. He said widespread D1 and D2 drought conditions continue to plague southwest Iowa and a swath of D3 drought conditions in eastern Iowa. Glisson recently ran some numbers and some weather stations across the state over the past 180 weeks of drought. What he discovered is concerning, especially for municipalities across the state. Uh, Atlantic's National Weather Service co-op station is running at uh, about 66% of normal. They've received about 96 inches of precipitation, but that's almost 51 inches below average. So you see this at a lot of stations in the drought regions that they've missed out over this last three and a half years of at least a year's worth of precipitation. So that just gives you an idea of how extensive this drought has been. Glisson said this drought is not as pervasive as the crop failures caused by drought in 1988 and 2012. He says we are starting to see the effects with very low stream flows, hydrological impacts, and municipalities experiencing water shortage issues. December is starting where November left off with temperatures 7 degrees above average, high probabilities of warmer temperatures, and slight rain chances this weekend and next weekend. However, he does not think the moisture will come from snow. The opening weekend of Iowa's second shotgun deer season saw another 50,000-plus hunters in the fields. Unfortunately, three hunting accidents served as a reminder for hunters to review safety measures before heading out. Brian Hayes with the DNR office in Lewis says all three incidents were preventable. He said two of the incidents involved running deer. Deer were running between two hunters. One hunter struck from a wayward shot by a, another hunter in the party. Mm -hmm. um, and so the Iowa DNR always stresses, you know, don't don't take those kind of shots. Don't don't shoot at running deer. Uh, you got to know what what your target and what's beyond that target. Um, so those were definitely avoidable. Hayes said the other incident involved carelessly handling a firearm. Lack of muzzle control. Mm. It didn't keep the gun pointed in the safe direction at all times. So um, all three of those incidents, as you mentioned, required medical attention. You know, and again, all three were preventable, and that's why, you know, we've, we've been bringing it up every weekend, yeah. you know, since the gun season yeah. started um, to, to be safe out that's there because right. we want to avoid these incidents. The DNR reminds hunters to develop, review, and follow a hunting plan that outlines how the hunt will unfold and the role and location of every group member while in the field. There have been 12 hunting incidents and two fatalities across all hunting seasons this fall. Hayes said as of today, nearly 80,000 deer are reported harvested in Iowa. The goal is 100,000. The second shotgun deer season ends on Sunday. The bow season will reopen, and the late muzzleloader season is still open. The Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday approved contracting with Snyder & Associates for carbon dioxide pipeline inspections. Supervisor Tim Wickman said the county does not have any say-so in the pipeline being constructed in the county. That is handled by the Iowa Utilities Board. He said the board's responsibility is to provide an inspector for any of the work that goes through Pottawatomie County. We had a couple of uh, presenters mm -hmm. to us 
and I think that, uh, well, I don't know what the status of the permit is or what Summit's going to end up doing. I think that we need to make sure that we at least have something in place in case it does begin. Mike Geyer with Snyder and Associates said they are focused on protecting the rights of the landowners. Make sure that things are, land is restored to its pre prior condition, make sure drain tiles are repaired, make sure drainage is maintained, seating and restoration, all of those things. So again, it would have nothing to do with the pipeline companies themselves. It would be uh, an agreement between the county and whoever provides those services. And it's very well spelled out by the Iowa Utilities Board what things would be included within those inspections or observations. The supervisors approved a motion to contract with Snyder & Associates as the county inspector for any CO2 project that would go through Pottawatomie County, specifically Summit Carbon Solutions. Cass Health announced it has been recognized with two 2023 Performance Leadership Awards for Excellence in both Quality and Patient Outcomes. Compiled by the Chartist Center for Rural Health, the Performance Leadership Award honors top quartile performance among rural hospitals. Cass Health CEO Brett Altman. So we are really proud of our staff for receiving the Performance Leadership Award. It's actually two awards, one for quality and one for outcomes. And it's a little bit of a misnomer. What it really means is we're in the top quartile in the country for both quality and outcomes. And actually, we blew that away because we were in the top 4% in the country for both, meaning that we have higher quality and better outcomes than 96% of all the other hospitals in the country. The Performance Leadership Awards are based on the results of the Chartist Rural Hospital Performance Index, the industry's most comprehensive and objective assessment of rural hospital performance. Index data is relied upon by rural hospitals, health systems, and rural footprints, hospital associations, and state offices of rural health around the country to measure and monitor performance across several areas impacting hospital operations and finance. The Atlantic Police Department held their 11th annual canned food drive to benefit the local food pantry between November 17th and December 13th. Atlantic Police Chief Devin Hogue said this event is a grade-level competition at the Atlantic School District. They outdid themselves again this year, um, as they do every year. Uh, total collected was 3,949 items. Students attending the Atlantic Early Learning Center through fifth grade participated. We pair them off in a competition so we can get a little bit of, you know, the juices flowing and getting them wanting to kind of, you know, they, they run down the hallway and I think they're talking back and forth a little bit about how they're doing. But it's all in good fun. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it benefits the, the food pantry in a great way right before this, you know, the holiday to bring in almost 4,000 items, you know, it, it filled the entire upstairs that now they get to put into place and then divvy that out here over the next couple of months. So it, it definitely does help. And we'll provide them with a pizza party for the winning classes. So The winners of this year's competition include, in kindergarten, Mrs. Rasmussen's class, 258 items. First grade, Mrs. Hogue's class, 240 items. Second grade, Mrs. Johnson's class, 222 items. Third grade, Mrs. Benning's class, 96 items. Third grade, Mrs. Smith's class, 96 items. Fourth grade, Mrs. Johnson's class, 217 items. And fifth grade, Mrs. Matson's class, 158 items. 
U.S. presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy made a campaign stop at the Atlantic Pizza Ranch this afternoon. Vivek Ramaswamy is an American business leader, New York Times bestselling author, and at the age of 38, he is the youngest Republican candidate. Ramaswamy spoke about the proposed carbon capture pipeline making its way across the state of Iowa. He said using eminent domain to take over the land of innocent farmers is wrong. There's actually good anecdotal evidence that the farmers who have farmland next to an ethanol plant have higher yields because there's more carbon dioxide in the air. So there's a natural way of capturing carbon. It's called plants. And so all of this is the use of eminent domain. It's a betrayal of our Constitution. Along with that, Ramaswamy spoke out against the climate agenda, which he said has actually sacrificed what makes this country beautiful and nourishing. By the way, every civilization in human history, everyone has tried to change the weather. Rain dances, sacrificing virgins, cutting out your heart in the Mayan and Aztec civilizations. Well, now we have this thing that we're trying to do we call a climate policy. It's a religion. It's a cult. It's a substitute for true belief in something bigger than ourselves. You don't pledge allegiance to that flag, you're going to pledge allegiance to a different flag instead. Quite literally, the transgender flag. That's where, I mean, that's what it comes from. And so we got to see that side of it too. It's not just the government subsidies and the crony capitalism. That's half of it. But half of it is we have a nation of sheep right now. And it's going to take a leader, I think, to revive that spirit of who we are, to bring back our self-confidence so we can say hell no to these toxic religions that are foisted on us from on high. Ramaswamy is currently touring all 99 counties of Iowa. He encourages everyone to get out and vote in the Iowa caucuses. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.